8 May 2019, the day South Africa exercised for the sixth time its democratic right as enshrined in the Constitution at Section 1D, the right to universal adult suffrage. Happening for the sixth time in this country, we now pin our hopes on the IEC declaring this day and the events that unfolded throughout the country as ultimately being free and fair and Minister of Police Begitela would add on and safe. Free, fair and safe elections. This is the hope and it's only a matter of time before we get that declaration. Polling stations are about to close in just under two hours' time, so please get there if you haven't already voted. We'll be talking everything to do with elections, but with a slight twist. The time is now 15 minutes past 19 hours. It's quarter past seven in the evening, and we will be back right after this short break. We are broadcasting live from a voting station. It's the 8th of May, 2019. Exit day has finally arrived. Hit us up with your Exit shout-out. My Exit goes out to Wonka, my first-time voters, like me. Plus, Nyaba Nefebezi. Let's not be nervous, guys. Nyaba again. South Africa, it's time to vote. 8 May, 2019 is Exit day. Voting stations are open 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. To vote, bring your smart ID, green barcoded ID, or valid temporary ID, and make sure that the IEC has your address before you vote. So, go and make your Exit heard by voting today. Dow 0800. 11 8000 or visit elections.org.za your ex is your say 10 female fighters journey from around the world living in one house training together and then fighting each other to avoid elimination and to win the ultimate prize this is the fighter the hit reality tv series premieres this saturday as team soldier boy clashes with team lazar the fighter every saturday at 8 p.m on sabc3 brought to you by sabc sport on the viewpoint Things change during election times. Things change, especially on election day, which is why Songa Zomabekta is live on SAFM Viewpoint, leading a conversation not at 20 hours, but at 19 hours. And the song you heard that we played into this program was Yakala Inkomo by Winston Mankunku. Amakosaya yazipa ite inkomo yakala sukube iteta enye indo. Sukube iteta indo. Engamene namanyange. Sukube iteta indo. Enekamaku ngapagati. Sukube iteta indo. Iyokuba abanda basi mtabeni. Banyusa matemba. Ama temba ya kubanda bangabona kale yongelisu. Ama tosa kwa esiti. Ya kala inkomo. Sukube londo inga tetingo kwenyama. Kotu teta ngemi moya. We're taking your thoughts and views on what you think of that song. In the context of what today's events have been all about, Election Day 2019, the sixth time South Africa has gone through to its democratic elections. And it's only a mystery as to what's going to happen when on Saturday the election results are finally going to be declared and announced. And hopefully the IEC will also go on to say that these results would have been free and fair. We're taking your calls on 0891-104-207. Anything that has to do with the election experience on your part, please feel free to give us a call and just ventilate. Might I add and plead with you, please, South Africa, it is still elections right now in the sense that people are still voting. We cannot and must not be seen, not in reality or even by perception, to be promoting any aspirations of a political party. It is thus on that account and only on that account that I must implore you, whatever it is that you wish to say, please refrain and resist the temptation However tempting it may be, resist that temptation 
to mention any of the names of the political parties unless it is a lo- unless it is a conversation that is of general content in nature and in kind but if you're going to be telling me as to who you voted for i am not interested as to who you voted for at least not for the next three hours i will be tomorrow i will be any other time that is when election in the true sense of casting the ballots will be over and we can then perhaps entertain such discussions but at this point please let us respect the institution that is the IEC and its core let us respect as well the integrity of the process let us respect the views of everybody else who you certainly will not be able to share it's impossible to share the views of everybody else who could who could potentially call us now and just to keep the integrity and the peace let's just have a discussion what it is that you took to the voting booth and what it is that you took out don't tell me what your voting um, your your ballot sheet, I beg your pardon, would have looked like. I know probably people took pictures. Again, look, I, I would implore you again not to just use social media for that, but to each one's own, at least for the poem, for the time that you and I are sharing the platform, let us please not indeed use the SAFM program as reasons to why you would have voted for this party or that party. At this point, I am really am not interested. We're taking your calls on 891 and we're going to be crossing through to our friends at the Dennis Hurley Center. Tsidiso, I understand, is on the line. Good evening, Tsidiso. Thank you very much. Uh, greetings to you, Brother Sonia. Thank you so much. Tsidiso, tell us about who you are and your work with the Dennis Hurley Center, which is a fantastic organization. No, look, uh, I... What a pity. Um, it seems like we have lost Tsidiso over there. Tsidiso is a bigger pardon, an alumnus of the UCT and social commentator there. It's Tsidiso Mangope, a bigger pardon, not from the Dennis Hurley Center. We'll be having gentlemen from the Dennis Hurley Center coming through later on. But nonetheless, we have lost Tsidiso, and we wanted to have a discussion with him as it pertains to the political climate in South Africa, the scenarios after the election, what are the major changes, the next administration's to-do list. And whatever it is that uh, Tsidiso Mangope was going to be telling us about, I suppose everybody who is in South Africa and who can hear my voice must surely have an expression and have an opinion on that. What is the political climate in South Africa? What should all political parties from the events of the past 12 months if not the past five years, new parties, party politics, dirty politics, protests. What has come to characterize in particular the last 12 months, but more broadly the last 60 months, the last five years of this country's administration? What can you tell us about the political climate? What are the scenarios after the elections that you anticipate? Coalitions, new party in power possibly. Can we have a national coalition? Has that ever happened in South Africa? No, it hasn't. Might it work? No. We might even look back at to the supposed coalition of the government of national unity between the ANC and the then national party under that leader that they might have had then and them pulling out, I don't know, do coalitions even work in South Africa? If you're from the Nelson Mandela Bay municipality, you'll certainly give us a call and tell us as to what your experience has been there. Chwane, same thing. Gauteng here in Johannesburg, same thing. What are the major changes in South Africa's political landscape and what can we look forward to now that this is quite easily one of the most hotly contested elections we have had in recent memory? The next administration's more importantly to-do list. While we may be historical about everything else, let's talk about what it is that lies ahead. And I understand now Tsidiso Mangope, who's an alum of UCT and a social commentator, is back on the line. Tsidiso, thank you so much for joining us and I beg your pardon for that misintroduction. You're an alum of UCT and a social commentator. Yeah, that is, that is correct, and thank you very much for having me. Yes, sir. What about today can we take out in a way to summarize the last five years 
of this country's administration. President Zuma declared May 7, 2014 as the National Election Day. Five years, one day. Tell us about the last five years and one day. No, look, I think uh, 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 today's elections have really uh, given South Africans an opportunity to forge uh, a new uh, social compact, as it were, particularly after the many years uh, that we wasted as a country under the, the Zuma administration. I mean, as you correctly point out now, uh, in the country there's even a discussion now around the possibility of a coalition government because the ANC has lost sufficient ground, particularly in Haldane. Uh Even though, contrary to what most commentators have been intimating, I do not think that uh, South African voters are ready yet to remove the ANC from power, although I think the next elections might produce a different output. Look, uh, I mean, if you look at the current wave of service delivery protests, uh, you would appreciate that the people's consciousness in this country has been heightened. Uh, particularly, if you look at universities uh, currently now across the country where communities are saying, uh, we're not going to be waiting passively for government to engage us. Society is beginning to demand more. Uh, 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 and you see that active citizenry. But for the longest time, uh, we have not been witnessing in the country. But you see, for me, really, the biggest contest now has been between the ANC and the DA, uh, with the DA increasing its support uh, exponentially in the previous by-elections, as it were. And I think in the same way, uh, all other small parties uh, will continue to benefit from the spoils, uh, of course, with the uh, ESF leading the pack. I think what what is important for me is that the uh, uh, majority of South Africans appear to think of the EFF as a very reckless uh, party, despite the many sound bites that they make and the control they seem to have over parliament and so on. Uh, and so society does not really trust and enjoy. On what basis the, do you say that? No, look, uh, the general... I mean, there hasn't been a poll. There isn't empirical evidence to that. That's just an opinion. No, no. In fact, uh, uh, if you look at the uh, voter uh, uh, cohort, you, you have very careful uh, voters who, in their majority, still uh, uh, believe in the, uh, uh, you know, uh, focused, more uh, conservative policy approaches as opposed to radical policy uh, interventions that the EFF is proposing. The uh, rural, you know, voter cohort somewhat is not uh, 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 seeming to be ready for the sort of approaches that the ESF is, 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 is uh, 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 articulating. Uh, but I think what is of interest for me now uh, is that the DA uh, and the ANC, despite the fact that there is no... Uh, uh, fundamental policy differences. Uh, uh, you still uh, see the uh, between uh, the DA and who? You said there's no fundamental policy difference between the DA and who? Between the, the DA and the ANC. I mean, the uh, uh, in my view, Yo, the ANC, that's a strong assertion. The, no, no. Look. Uh, you, the ANC and the uh, 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 DA fundamentally fled with almost common, you know, uh, 
What a pity we have lost again, Mr. Tsidi Somangope, who was who is an, a UCT alum and a social commentator. We were having a discussion as to the political climate in South Africa, just basically just having a view of, of course, his prognosis of the status and strength, if any, from the parties that are now contesting for the union buildings and for the seats initially, of course, in Parliament. What do you make of that statement that he had just recently asserted at the end, and I was hoping he would unpack before he get cut off? He says the ANC and the DA, fundamentally, they are not different by way of policy. I have my views which are not consistent with that, but my views are less important right now than those of South Africa by and large. Could we possibly have a discussion and calls just on that, what I think is a very critical point, given the fact that the historical ANC and the historical DA, in my view, couldn't be more polar opposites than they already had been historically, and to suggest, which is his view, and I was hoping for him to unpack it, and he must unpack it to the extent that he has an opportunity to do so, to be fair, I'm, I'm not so sure I can agree with that. I, I, I really am not sure I can agree with that. For a start on the land question, the ANC and the DA, at least by what has been reduced to writing, the ANC and the DA are very different as to policy. Tsidiso Mangope, if you are there, please kindly unpack it, unless, of course, and, and, and I hope I'm wrong because I, mean, I don't want to speak for you. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. I, uh, I apologize for that. Look, uh, the point I was making uh, before the line got in between is that if you look at the, uh, for instance, the uh, 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 agreement between the DA, uh, particularly around issues of youth wage incentives, but more importantly, on the national develop, uh, development plan and so on, there is much uh, different, uh, different. The only difference there is uh, in my view, uh, is that the, the, the ANC seems to be taking more radical uh, 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 approach now towards the land, uh, which does not really uh, find expression in the practical you know, implementation uh, of the ANC working government and so on. And so uh, there isn't much, at least uh, not at the rhetorical level, there isn't much uh, difference between the Let's have a conversation with South Africans. There is a crucial point that has just been made by our guest, Mr. Tsidiso Mangope, who is a social commentator, telling us that there isn't a difference at a policy level between the ANC and the DA. There must be somebody who disagrees with that. There must be somebody who disagrees with that. And if you are in the DA, I would strongly implore you to call. If you are in the ANC, a similar invitation is extended to you. 891 is the ANC and the DA similar in terms of policy? That is the expression of Mr. Tsidiso Mangope, who's talking to us about the political climate in South Africa and potentially what it might hold and have in store for us for the next five years of this country's sixth administration. We're taking your calls. I repeat, 891 WhatsApp voice notes, 614 Hmm. Mr. Tsidiso, if you are listening, I think we can talk about what lies ahead in terms of Talking about that point, what then becomes of the next administration? We're talking about coalition politics. If that be true, that that submission that these two major political parties are not different per se, then we can reasonably expect that if it ever came to a possibility that they could go into a coalition government. Do you see Musi Maimane working alongside President Ramaphosa on the assumption that that happens? Look, look, like I said, there is no clear indication that South African voters are ready uh, to remove the ANC from uh, from power, uh, 
Uh, what uh, signs are there, though, is that in the next national and provincial government elections, there might be a strategic shift uh, that might necessitate a possibility of a coalition government, as it were. But from where I'm sitting now, I think the uh, uh, Ramaphosa campaign uh, has boosted the ANC quite a bit, and this might give the ANC a good showing uh, in this particular election. And this is despite the shocking revelations that uh, we saw at the state capture inquiry and many other commissions. Uh, but what, what I think uh, lies ahead for South Africans uh, really is the uh, possibility for uh, uh, citizens now to be as active as they've been uh, leading towards these elections and start to demand more from politicians who they vote into positions of responsibility in government. But I don't think as yet uh, the ANC uh, will lose power, at least at the national level. Although uh, uh, there's a, a, a temptation to admit that in the Houghton province, uh, there might be uh, 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 a possibility of a coalition government, which, in my view, considering the, uh, the new interns now, ATM, and many other parties that identify with the policy positions of the ANC, and by bring back the ANC, albeit under very uh, tough you know, uh, conditions, as, as we've seen, uh, with the coalition between the uh, DA and the EFF in the municipalities uh, around Gauteng um, and uh, the Nelson Mandela Day. Last question, and uh, before we sort of move on with the rest of the tonight's show, let's talk about the key priority areas for whoever's going to be in the um, hot seat coming June, effectively June 2019. That's the sixth administration of, who, rather, once that inauguration address has been delivered and members of parliament have been sworn in, that first sitting of parliament, what clear indication should it give to South Africans that these are the key priority areas in attending to the status, largely of our economy, but also that of social cohesion and also the political climate among ourselves as, as political parties? Now, look, uh, uh, what the Zuma has robbed South Africans uh, uh, of is... Uh, a possibility to bring a strong economy that is responsive to uh, the creation of jobs, that is able to uh, 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 give impetus to growing industry, to create a more vibrant economy and all of that. Now, the first, the first thing that government needs to attend to is how do we decisively grow the economy uh, in ways that ensures that uh, there's growth in employment, uh, but also that uh, the local economy is stimulated to a level that we're able to compete uh, with the rest of the world. But I think what is more important uh, is a, a strong indication on the part of government in terms of what do we do to deal with the sickness of corruption that has engulfed the 10 years that we lost under the Zuma administration. How do we combat that? How do we strengthen law enforcement institutions to look into these particular matters and ensure that no single leader in government uh, is given maximum space to leap from South Africans and no consequences attached to it? How do we, how do we ensure that we respond to 
the increasing need for young South Africans, particularly black South Africans who come from poor communities, to get entry into universities, ensure that they are sustained in those universities, and later on there's maximum space for them to uh, meaningfully contribute in the economy and uh, put South Africa in a good stead. Do we have the leadership to do all of those things? Because all of those persons are currently in the administration now. I don't anticipate, unless some very strange circumstance happens in terms of the election ballot papers reading afterwards, but for the majority of time and part, those who are there now will be coming back. It's just a question of how much they'll be coming back in a representative capacity. Do we have the personnel to deliver on, a, on all of that? I say this against the fact that there were some serious questions with certain parties about the election lists, the, the, the candidature lists for Parliament. No, look, uh, I think all the parties uh, appreciate that uh, there's no more space for them to deploy uh, in government those who will not necessarily advance the interest of the country, including especially in the ANC. I think the ANC in the uh, manifesto leading towards the election there's an appreciation that unless something different uh, is done in government, South Africa is going to continue to collapse uh, in ways that uh, are unimaginable. And, and therefore that anybody who's going to be going to government is going to have to be uh, 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 given a strong mandate that they do in government as it has been promised, uh, promised to voters. Otherwise, whoever it is that is going to win these elections will run the risk of losing elections in the, uh, uh, in the, in the, in the local government elections and the uh, national and provincial government uh, elections later after five years. Now, the possibility of losing elections, and this is the psyche of politicians, the possibility of losing government positions is what continues to make it impossible for them to run government as they wish, but also to be responsive uh, to the needs of ordinary South Africans who elected them into positions of responsibility. I would love for you as a South African, just before we let go of Mr. Sidi Sumangope, and I understand we have another four minutes of his, 0891-104-207. Of all the things that he has said, which for you has been most striking? Which of those things that he has made as a submission do you most cert- most most interestingly, of course, I want those who disagree as opposed to those who are just going to corroborate what it is that he has said. If you disagree with anything that he has said, if you have an, a perspective which is at odds with that of his, you've got about another three minutes to give us a call. Alumnus of UCT and social commentator Tzili Sumangope telling us about the status of South Africa's politics and just casting forward in terms of the key priority areas that the country should be talking about and looking forward to have achieved. But also the last point that he made was the status of the candidature of the persons that we have. Let's just get personal, Tzili. So you have voted today, I hope. Well, as, as, as a responsible South African, uh, 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 I voted. Uh, and those that uh, were voted, I hope, uh, by many South Africans across the country uh, will understand the, uh, uh, the situation that the country is in, particularly because of the Zoom IS and the necessity for us to embrace a different ethic and deliver to South Africans what they deserve. Um, I was saying earlier on that, you see, the appreciation that you see across all parties uh, must convince us that the active uh, citizenship 
uh, that we've seen over the past two, three, four, five years, uh, has given all these uh, political parties uh, a strong indication that unless something is done differently, uh, it's not going to be business as usual, and that no single party is guaranteed of uh, a seat in government. Lastly, your surname carries, at least on its reading, heavy political attachments. Could it be me who is just thinking too extravagantly in associating <laughs> you with the... Yes, you know what I'm getting at. <laughs> no, I get that a lot. In fact... City Zomango, before the listeners have just no joined us. Of any sort. Now, I'm just reminding the listeners that your surname is Mango, <laughs> so they must take your response to that question with that in mind. Yes, carry on, my brother. Yeah, look, uh, I think in the event that the uh, ANC uh, wins these elections, and in my view, that is going to be the case, I think it's going to take uh, uh, a lot from President Ramaphosa to... Uh, 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 bring back the confidence that South Africans have in the both in the ANC and in government. Uh, but largely, you appreciate that he has lost uh, a lot of support in the National Executive Committee of the ANC. I mean, the NEC itself is divided along corrupt factional lines, and unfortunately, President Ramaphosa enjoys a small minority in that collective. Uh, most members have bribed their way into leadership positions all the way into that NEC. And therefore, that is going to be difficult for him to deal with. And the only option that's there is for him to strengthen law enforcement agencies in order for him to be able to fight the road. But you see, that is also a risk because they may also kick him out like they did with uh, President Beck. The Unless the corrupt faction in the ANC is dealt with, I don't think that the ANC government will be able to deal with the road that we see in government and in the ANC itself. Fair enough. We'll have to leave it there, unfortunately. Itesha Luchaba, Mr. Tsiri Somangope, an alum of UCT and a social commentator, talking to us and giving us his thoughts on the last five years. And he's talked a lot about the last 10 years, lost 10 years, in his words, wasted years. Anyway, it's time for us to take a quick ad break before we are back with election observation from the KZN Council of Churches. And on that point, I think it's only apt and appropriate for me to invite all callers from all walks of life, from all spaces and sectors of the South African economy, who voted today and give us their short thoughts as to what they thought of today's election. If you voted for the first time, I want your calls. If you voted for the sixth time, I want your thoughts. If you voted in the same place as you've always voted and you experienced something remarkably different this time around as to times before, we want your perspectives. Tell us as well what you thought of when you were at the booth just before you made your cross. And more importantly, what are you hoping your vote will achieve? Again, don't give us the name of the political party. Let's just have a conversation. It's time for us to take a quick ad break. We'll be back.